Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast, where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Hello and welcome to this week's Wealth Builders podcast. I'm Karen Conrad, and I'm so glad that you chose to join us today. You know, we just had an amazing real estate workshop this last weekend. Some of you, or maybe many of you were there, and it just seems like the Wealth Builders conferences are getting better and better. Um, It's really been exciting. And a lot of that is because you all are attending and you bring so much with you to the conferences. Also, we had a really robust live stream audience. Thank you so much if you joined us by live stream. And it was really um, fun to look at the messages and uh, just see how you were all connecting. And so this dream, this, this really step of obedience that Billy and Becky had to start Wealth Builders is really starting to move forward and grow. And it's really exciting. There's more people hearing the sound. And we're just delighted to be able to help you uh, with making money for making a sense of making a difference. And today I'm going to be focusing on the business part of it and, and specifically on how to create your creative message that is effective. As entrepreneurs, we're really excited and passionate about what we do, but many of us don't have something concise that kind of grabs at the heart of why we're doing what we're doing to be able to explain it to people, you know, in a minute or less. Also, if we do videos or we do ads or letters, our website, social media, everything should revolve around what the core is of our vision, our mission, and getting the words that properly describe that excitement and the passion that we have for what uh, God's called us to do is tough for a lot of people. So I've got a system I'm going to share with you today. And it's going to ask you specific questions and write these down. And it's going to help you get to that specific elevator speech or to the heart of the matter. Before I get started on the list, I want to share a quick story with you. When I was working at Andrew Womack Ministries, matter of fact, that's where I am today. I just taught a class this morning. Uh, But we had an entity called Seven Mountains where we did business consulting. And Paul Milligan, who many of you know, and Billy were part of that. And uh, we would meet with clients and one of them had just this amazing business that was all about creating like sports guidelines and teams that not only taught children how to play baseball and basketball in teams, but it taught them values and character. And there was a lot of people that were interested in the concept, but when he met with them, he just couldn't get a deal closed. So there's many reasons for that. One of them was he didn't have his product and pricing defined. So we took care of that. But the second one is when I asked him, like, what do you tell people about your business? Uh, you know, he talked like many of us do as entrepreneurs for like five minutes. 
after 30 seconds, I was, you know, checking out. (laughs) Just can't track with someone that long when you just want to know what their business is about. And that was one of the areas that I realized like we really needed to help him with his creative messaging and to create an elevator speech that's like a minute long. Because if you do it right and you get your your creative messaging together, you're going to be able to capture the attention of people enough to know that they want to learn more. And then maybe they're prepared for that five minutes in the how-tos. So here we go. I'm going to give you a list of questions or things to ask. And the way that I lay this out is I just draw a square and then I draw nine squares in that one square and they're all connected. And in the upper left, the first thing that I ask people, number one, is to identify your ideal target audience. Now, those that have listened to Billy for any length of time knows that that comes from your BMGC, your business model canvas. But this can also work when you're doing a campaign. So you don't always have to do a full BMGC to be able to identify your target audience. But you do want to take some time to identify your target audience or your customer segment and write that down. I'll just track with you a little bit along the the same story with this gentleman with this great with this great program is he had initially thought that his target audience was the kids which is you know kind of a natural thought yeah we're training kids but the question is who's the decision maker on making the purchase and it wasn't the kids it was parents or it was organizations that were maybe offering basketball camps or something. So that was one thing that helped is our ideal target audience was really parents in this situation. And so I want you to think about who is really your target audience and identify that appropriately, which is going to set you up for, you know, really an effective creative message. So number two, This is where you identify the motivators. So this is the core need. What is the core need, if we track this, of the parents that are trying to find a place to have their kids play sports? Well, it could change based on the motivations of the parents. But in this case, we wanted the motivator of the parents to be for their children to learn sports in a safe environment and learn values and character. Their core need was really safety and training that was going to be a positive influence on their children. And you might say, Karen, that has nothing to do with basketball or baseball. I know it's, it's, it's good to have good training, but that wasn't really a core motivator That was more of a secondary. Also, another core was that their children were somewhere where they felt like they belonged. They were set up for success. That's really important, whether it's sports, whether it's an art class, anything that we do. So what are the real motivators, the core need? Number three, identify the solution if your company didn't even exist. Now, isn't that an interesting question? So this is how are people finding a solution to meet this core need 
even if we didn't exist. So in this situation, it would be, you know, typical basketball camps. I know when Levi was just starting out in sports, the church and even his school would have basketball camps, but none of them really had a solid foundation of teaching character and written curriculum on how to, how to do well in sports, like that combination. So identify the solution if your business didn't exist. Number four, how does your offering meet the core need of the parents? This is where you start to really plot out some, some words that help to articulate what your value proposition is for this group of people. And so you want to list those. How does your offering meet the need? And so we'll just continue with the example with this basketball program. We'll do basketball because I love basketball. Is that then this is the how-tos. This would be a you know safe environment that you can drop your children off to learn skills of basketball, which might include drills, you know, scrimmages, whatever that might be. And this is the training on building character lessons through each of these drills. And so that's how it starts to paint the picture. Oh, you know, then you might say we're on Saturdays. Um, Maybe we're after school. You would start to get more into the how-tos of how you deliver the product and describe how you keep it safe. Describe how you encourage the kids so that every child that's in this program feels like they can succeed. So that's number four. Number five, how does your offering change the customer's life or your core target audience or the participant's life? This really makes the difference because now you're doing the peeling of the onion where you're going in deep. We're, we're explaining in number four of how does your offering meet the needs, what are the how-tos? But now this is where your team can help you bring your team around or your family if you're just a one-person entrepreneur. How are we changing the lives of the people that are part of buying our product or our service? And once you start getting into that depth, that is your core messaging. So um, this would be something where, let's just take this parent's example, is how does this basketball program change the customer's life? And it would be, my child feels accepted and they feel like they're a winner when they leave. You know what? That's helping our life. We have peace of mind that when our child goes to this program, that they're safe and they're learning godly values. It helps us through sports to be able to, you know, really confirm godly principles. You know, we could go on and on with this. And uh, those are just examples so you can relate it to your own business. But that's really, really important for you to determine is how it changes the customer's life. Also, we always want to make sure that what we offer is a blessing to people. We don't want to go into business. We don't want to go into some endeavor, ministry, nonprofit, whatever it might be, if we're not going to be a blessing. So I found that when we have that communication with our internal teams and they really connect the dots on how we help people 
and how we are a blessing to people, it helps people grab hold of the vision and really be more excited to be a part of your organization. And then we want to be clear on who we are, our statement of identity. This really comes through the vision and the mission. Why do we exist as an organization? And you want all of this to tie together. So let's go through these steps with the creative process. Number one, determine your ideal target audience. Number two, identify the motivators or the core need of that target audience. Number three, identify the solution regardless if your entity or your organization exists or not. Where are they going today to get this core need met instead of you or if you weren't here? Number four, how does your offering meet the need, the core need of your target audience? Number five, how does your offering change the customer's life? Number six, identify that your offering is a blessing and how it blesses people. This is for your internal team. And number seven, be sure that you have a good statement of identity, meaning that your vision and your mission are clear, concise, and line up with the core need of your target audience. So there's some information for you to get you started on developing your creative messaging and articulating why your organization is so amazing. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. I sure hope this was helpful for you. To learn more about Wealth Builders, go to wealthbuilders.org. Join us for one of our upcoming events, free webinars. And if you'd like to go in deeper with some of the things that we talk about, we've got Wealth Builders University for you. And you can check that out at wbuniversity.online. God bless you. Thank you for joining me and make it a great day. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exists to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.